Welcome to Listening Pond. This next story is based on true events. Sammy's Dessert Menu. In some towns, the best dessert you can find might depend on the restaurant that you go to. Maybe the pizza parlor has the best ice cream. But if you want a slice of cherry pie, you might go to the local diner. And the deli on the corner, they have the very best chocolate chip cookies, fresh right out of the oven. But in the town in our story, if you want any kind of dessert, there was really only one place that you needed to go Sammy's Restaurant. Sammy's restaurant had the biggest and best dessert menu in probably the whole entire world. With each item displayed as a beautiful, mouth-watering illustration. From chocolate cream pie to vanilla cupcakes dotted with brightly colored sprinkles to the classic banana split with a cherry on top. Sammy's restaurant had it all. For obvious reasons, it was a very popular spot for all the kids to go to. There was one group of kids in particular who loved to go there. And like in most groups of kids, there's usually one boy or girl who always wants all the attention, always doing daring things and sometimes not so smart things. This is called being a real daredevil. And in this group of friends, Tony was that daredevil. One afternoon, Tony made a bet with his friends that he could eat one of every item on Sammy's dessert menu, starting with the first item on the very first page and working all the way to the last. No way, said one of his friends. Not even my dad could do that, said another. But Tony insisted that he could. In fact, he was so confident that he promised to buy everyone's dessert if he failed. But if he won, they had to buy all of his desserts, plus give him 20 big ones. Everyone was on board, so the contest was set and the contract was signed, a classic pinky swear. And everyone knows that you can't break a pinky swear. Tony's mom drove them all in her minivan, and one by one they emptied out into the parking lot. She told them to behave like grown-ups, because this was their very first outing at a restaurant together without any parental supervision. The group entered and sat at a large oval table with Tony right in the middle. The waitress greeted them with a warm welcome and then Tony said boldly with a finger in the air, one of everything on the dessert menu, please. Is that some kind of joke? She asked. No joke. My friends and I made a bet that I could eat every item on the menu, he responded.
an old man at a booth nearby hunkered over his coffee overheard the boys talking and he lifted his head to listen. You have to start at the beginning and work all the way to the back page, chimed in another boy from the table. And it's very important to have the next dessert brought out as soon as the last one is finished. No waiting. The waitress sighed. Well, if you get sick, go outside. She came back only a minute later with the first dessert, a dish with one perfectly round scoop of vanilla ice cream. The bet had officially begun and Tony ate it. Easy, right? Then came a strawberry milkshake, a tall glass of pale pink with a cloud of whipped cream piled on top. He slurped that down pretty fast. The banana split was a little slower, but he kept going. And then he moved on to the cakes. Red velvet, carrot cake, and a wedge of cheesecake just dripping in caramel sauce. The waitress continued to bring plate after plate, dish after dish. I better get a big tip for this, she said to herself as she returned to the kitchen for what seemed like the hundredth time. Tony's stomach wasn't full yet, but he was starting to slow down. Then came the pies, cherry, apple, coconut cream, and more until Tony was beginning to really feel it. With every bite, his spoon grew heavier and heavier. Though his eyes were glazing over and his stomach felt like it would burst, he felt like he had a purpose in life, something to tell his future kids about his legacy. The boy who ate all the desserts, he simply had to win. And not just because he wanted to prove it to his friends, but the truth was, Tony didn't actually have any money. His wallet didn't have a single dollar bill in it. So if he lost the bet, he wouldn't be able to pay and then he didn't know what would happen. But with each bite, his pace slowed down, his fork barely making it to his mouth as the waitress began to bring out the specialty items on the last page. As the group watched in anticipation for Tony to lay down his fork at any moment and claim their victory, all of a sudden, the words... Lemon meringue pie, bellowed out from somewhere in the restaurant. The boys looked around and realized that it came from the old man in the booth, sitting next to them, who had been watching the whole contest go down. A weathered-looking fellow with gray hair, a cowboy hat, and lots of tattoos. That's the last thing I ate, he continued, holding the restaurant's full attention in the palm of his hand. And then he slowly stood from his booth. You think you kids invented contests? I made the same bet years ago, twice in fact. The first was a flop. The second time, I got as far as the lemon meringue pie. He looked over at Tony, 
who had a fork in hand and mouth working on a bite of pumpkin pie. What I'm saying, kid, he said, now speaking directly to Tony, is that you made it further than me. Tony felt a new surge of energy, and he kept eating as the old man continued, telling them stories about his adventures around the world. I did a lot of crazy things in my life and a lot of not-so-smart things. I was a real daredevil. I sailed twice around the world, rode my motorcycle across three continents, ran with the bulls of Pamplona, climbed Mount Everest, ate a lot of dessert from every single country around the globe. They're my favorite, he said as the waitress carried the last item out from the kitchen, setting it down right in front of Tony's pale-looking face. A gigantic slice of triple chocolate cake. Tony stared at it for a long time before cutting off a tiny bit with his fork. He mustered up the strength to bring it to his mouth, but after that first bite, his fork came to a complete stop. You gave it a good go, kid, said the old man, and he walked to the door and grabbed his jean jacket from the coat rack. The waitress called loudly across the restaurant. Have a good night, Sammy. Tony's head lifted back up. Did he hear that correctly? Wait, he yelled to Sammy. I can do this. He brought his fork up once more, taking another bite and then another and another until there was one bite left. If he went through with this one, he would have eaten every item on Sammy's dessert menu. He slowly brought his fork up, put it in his mouth, and swallowed with a big gulp. The old man watched from the doorway, and a soft smile formed on his face. But then Tony buckled over the table and held his stomach. His face turned a ghost white, and then his stomach made a slow, deep gurgle sound. He then stood up and rushed off into the direction of the restroom, busting through the door. Everyone in the restaurant heard what happened next and cringed. After a few of the longest minutes of his life, Tony returned to the table. It was so quiet that you could hear a pin drop as he walked back to his seat. Sammy was still at the front door and said one more thing before walking out. Don't worry about it, kid. When taking risks, you sometimes lose. But if you don't take risks, you'll never win. The door closed behind him as he walked across the parking lot, stepped into his red Lamborghini, and peeled away.
In the contract, the desserts eaten must remain in the stomach until exiting the premise of the property, announced the boy in the group. It was determined that Tony had lost the bet because the food did not stay in his stomach. Now what was he going to do? The waitress approached the table, and just as Tony was about to confess that he didn't have any money to pay for the check, she said, Oh, and Sammy said everyone's desserts are on the house, including yours, daredevil. And feel free to order anything else you might want. The kids all cheered, and Tony breathed a huge sigh of relief. And they spent the rest of the evening joking and laughing and having the best time. But Tony couldn't stop thinking about Sammy and everything he had done over the course of his lifetime. All the risks he had taken. Just as the restaurant was about to close for the evening, the waitress came over once more and asked, Do you boys need anything else before I head home? Tony was about to shake his head no. After all, he could see his mom's van waiting in the parking lot, and all the other customers had left. But then he thought he would take one more risk before the night was over. And he pointed a finger in the air and said, One of everything on the dessert menu, please. Hi, my name is Kai and I love Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you don't already, please follow us on Instagram where we post artwork and link to every new story we create. See you next time on Listening Call.